sermon fifty three commentary in the gospel of luke sermons forty seven through fifty six by cyril of alexandria translated by r payne smith this librivox recording is in the public domain sermon fifty three nine forty three through forty five and while every one wondered at all things which he did he said unto his disciples lay ye these words to your ears for the son of man is about to be delivered up into the hands of men but they knew not this saying and it was hid from them that they should not understand it and they feared to ask him of this saying profound and very deed is the mystery of godliness according to the expression of the wise paul but god the father reveals it to such as are worthy of receiving it for the saviour himself also when speaking to the jews said murmur not among yourselves no man can come unto me unless the father who sent me draw him when then the blessed peter had been counted worthy of a grace thus glorious and wonderful being in the neighbourhood of caesarea philippi he made a correct and faultless confession of faith in him saying thou art the christ the son of the living god and what was the reward of which he was thought worthy it was to hear christ say blessed art thou simeon son of jonah for flesh and blood hath not revealed it to thee but my father in heaven and he further received surpassing honours for he was entrusted by him with the keys of the kingdom of heaven and the confession of his faith was made the firm foundation for the church for thou he says art a stone and upon this stone i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not overpower it that those therefore who were to teach the whole world might know exactly his mystery he usefully and necessarily explains it clearly to them beforehand saying lay ye these words to your hearts for the son of man is about to be delivered into the hands of men the reason then which led christ so to speak is i think a subject both useful and necessary for our consideration he had then led up into the mountain peter and james and john and been transfigured before them and his countenance shone as the sun and he showed them the glory with which in due time he will arise upon the world for he will come not in humiliation such as ours nor in the meanness of man's estate but in the majesty and splendour of the godhead and in transcendent glory and again when he came down from the mountain he delivered a man from a wicked and violent spirit yet he was certainly about to bear for our sakes his saving passion and endure the wickedness of the jews and as the minister of his mysteries says by the grace of god to taste death for every man but when this came to pass there is nothing unlikely in supposing that the disciples would be troubled and in their secret thoughts perhaps even say how is one so glorious who raised the dead by his godlike power who rebuked the seas and the winds who by a word crushed satan 
how is he now seized as a prisoner and caught in the snares of these murderers were we then mistaken in thinking that he is god have we fallen from the true opinion regarding him for that those who knew not the mystery that our lord jesus christ would endure the cross and death would find therein an occasion of stumbling is easy to perceive even from what the blessed peter said to him for though he had not as yet been witness of his passion but only had heard beforehand that it would befall him he interrupted him saying that be far from thee lord this shall not be unto thee in order therefore that they might know what certainly would happen he bade them so to speak store up the mystery in their mind for lay ye it he says to your hearts in which words the ye distinguishes them from all others for he wished indeed that they should themselves know what would happen but not that they should communicate it to others for it was not right for the unlearned to be taught simply his future passion but far better to convince them at the same time of his having risen divinely from the grave and abolished death and so avoid the danger of their being offended when therefore the time comes he says that i must suffer ask not how is it that one so glorious who performed all these signs has fallen like one of us unawares into the hands of his enemies but on the contrary be assured when reflecting upon the dispensation that i am not led by human compulsion but go willingly thereunto for what is there to hinder one who knows beforehand and clearly proclaims what is to happen to refuse to suffer if he so will but i submit to suffer in order that i may redeem all beneath the heavens for this he plainly teaches us elsewhere saying no man taketh my life from me but i lay it down of my own will i have power to lay it down and i have power to take it again but they it says knew not this saying and it was hid from them that they might not perceive it now naturally any one may justly wonder when meditating with himself how it was that the disciples knew not the mystery of christ for though they belonged to the companies of the jews yet were they neither slothful nor contemptuous but on the contrary most earnest and diligent for though reckoned as handicraftsmen whose trade was fishing in the lake yet as i said they had been soberly educated and were far from ignorant of the mosaic scriptures for for this very reason christ had chosen them how then were they ignorant of the mystery of christ when it had been shadowed forth for them in various places by the law and beautifully foreshown in its types as in a painting for to show my meaning by an example they were not able to flee away from the bondage of egypt nor escape from the land that oppressed them until they had sacrificed a lamb according to the law of moses and when they had eaten its flesh they anointed the lintels with its blood and so put the destroyer to shame but it was not the mere sacrifice of a sheep that made them superior to death and the destroyer 
types travail with the truth and this act of theirs was as i said a foreshowing by means of what was done in shadows of the saving efficacy of the death of christ and of the abolition of destruction by his blood who also further drives away our cruel tyrant satan and delivers from the mastery of impure spirits those whom they had enslaved and who like the israelites made to serve in bricklaying had become the victims of earthly cares and polluted fleshly lusts and the unprofitable distractions of this world the mystery of the passion may be seen also in another instance for according to the mosaic law two goats were offered differing in nothing from one another but alike in size and appearance of these one was called the lord and the other the sent away and when the lot had been cast for that which was called lord it was sacrificed while the other was sent away from the sacrifice and therefore had the name of the sent away and who was signified by this the word though he was god was in our likeness and took the form of us sinners as far as the nature of the flesh was concerned the goat then male or female was sacrificed for sins but the death was our desert inasmuch as by sin we had fallen under the divine curse but when the saviour of all himself so to speak undertook the charge he transferred to himself what was our due and laid down his life that we might be sent away from death and destruction the mystery therefore was revealed to the jews by what was shadowed in the law had they only been acquainted with the sacred scriptures but as the blessed paul wrote blindness in part hath happened unto israel and even to this day when moses is read the veil is laid upon their heart nor is it unveiled because in christ it is done away they then boast indeed of the law but its purpose is entirely hidden from them for it leads us to the mystery of christ but that they were without understanding our saviour shows saying search the scriptures for in them ye think ye have eternal life and they it is that testify of me and ye desire not to come unto me that ye may have life for the divinely inspired scriptures conduct him who has understanding to an accurate knowledge of the doctrines of the truth but they do not at all benefit the unwise the ignorant and the careless not because they cannot do so but because the infirmity of their mind renders them incapable of receiving the light which the scriptures give for just as the light of the solar radiance is useless to those deprived of sight not as though it cannot shine but because their eyes are incapable of admitting and receiving it so the holy scriptures though inspired by god profit nothing the unlearned and foolish our duty therefore is to draw near unto god and say open mine eyes and i shall perceive the wondrous things of thy law so he will reveal christ to us 
by whom and with whom to god the father be praise and dominion with the holy ghost for ever and ever amen end of sermon fifty three